Have you ever seen people who appear to have it all together, especially in church, and wondered about the real story beneath the facade? Or how about this? What's your story? And what would happen if people knew the real you, the glorious, the wonderful, the messy, the shameful? Listen in as we tackle hard questions of faith and following Jesus. Welcome to She Seems So Normal, Stories Not Shared on Sundays with your host, that's me, Lee McKenzie. C.S. Lewis writes in The Great Divorce, No natural feelings are high or low, holy or unholy in themselves. They are all holy when God's hand is on the rein. They all go bad when they set up on their own and make themselves into false gods. True Story Anger Flare A friend around church loves to jump scare his wife and other people. Thinking it would be funny to sneak up unnoticed, grab my arms and yell, when I was otherwise engaged, was his big mistake. The moment his hands touched my shoulders automatically triggered my military training and survival responses. Squatting, I threw up my elbows and hammered him before thinking twice. Toppled for 10 minutes and trying to comfort his pain, my heart feels awful but my mind vacillates between being angry he surprised me and feeling upset I lashed out so violently. This anger flare happens within seconds as my panic and pain flash, shooting from zero to 90 out of control. So let's resume our normal broadcast. Back to baklava. Physically injuring myself on the sandwich press, the pattern begins and I'm immediately enraged by pain striking intimate, personal, hurt nerves from oh so long ago. Anger flares usually end in various panicked reactions, regrettable words, embarrassing actions, and occasionally hyperventilation. That's so dumb, isn't it? <sighs> Yet it's the reality. That's so dumb, isn't it? <sighs> Yet, it's the reality in which I've often lived. Know anyone like me? Know anyone like me? Anger flares, I realize, are from the inner child not being allowed safe expression of big emotions. Stuffing anger and unforgiveness over years creates emotional bombs, biding their time, waiting for the right fuse for detonation. Can you imagine the explosion damage from people so emotionally dry, spiritually raw, physically hurting, and completely unsupported. Boiling to the surface unchecked and unmanaged, violent anger flares are destroying families, schools, and workplaces, and dividing cultures, communities, and cities all across America. Another thing about the pain of childhood trauma my brain doesn't distinguish between intentional or accidental, nor physical or emotional pain, but instinctively responds viscerally 
instead of being analytically filtering it with logic. That's got to change. Because if I don't, I remain a hostage inside my own body's memories. The only answer here for me is forgiving and releasing these ancient hurts through God's Word, the Holy Spirit, and professional trauma therapy. Wise King Solomon sprinkled proverbs with countless golden nuggets to establish successful planning strategies and advise nations how to wage war and win. What's his advice? He says to gather good and godly guides. Check it out. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Proverbs 11.14 For a lack of guidance a nation falls, but victory is won through many advisors. Proverbs 20.18 says, Plans are established by seeking advice. So if you wage war, obtain guidance. Huh. Worked for wise King Solomon, didn't it? He was considered the greatest man with the most wisdom that's ever been. And since my plan is victory and this is spiritual warfare, I'm definitely going to need good and godly advice. So friends, here's the personal inventory at this point. A. God is for me and only gives good gifts to his children. Even when I'm torqued at him, I can safely run to the Father, knowing he won't give me stones or snakes. And B. I'm going to need a lot more people to help me with this journey.